0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to That Confident Asian Girl Podcast. I'm Nicole Koch, and I help side hustlers like you sign your first few high-ticket clients by creating your most powerful, bold content so you stand out in your industry, confidently owning your unique skills, abilities, and being all of this even while working a full-time job to ultimately build new streams of income and long-term wealth. Hello everyone, this is part two of the series Breaking Asian girl Stereotypes. Today, we're gonna to be going over the three types of stereotypical Asian female identities. We're gonna explore each of their strengths, their pain points, and how to break free of these identities so that you can truly embrace and embody your unique identity, your unique essence, being, and all that you bring to the table. So you can show up confidently with ease in your side hustle create content that helps you sign clients and create freedom in your identity and life. We have three personas here. The quiet, shy Asian girl, the ABG, aka the Asian baddie, and then we also have the yappy, the young Asian professional. It honestly feels as if society has boxed us into a few different categories. And I've been through all three identities or phases, if you will. And it's felt very restricting, you know, trying to conform to other people's standards or their perceptions of who I should be like. Furthermore, no matter which quote unquote type of Asian girl I was, it felt like I was always too much of this and not enough of that. Like that quiet, shy Asian girl was told she was too quiet. She was too submissive, nerdy, fragile, and she needed to speak up more. You know, she needed to toughen up more, be stronger. And then the yappy, she was too analytical. She was too serious. She needs to loosen up more and learn how to enjoy life. And lastly, the ABG is told she was too rebellious and wild. She wasn't smart enough. Can we not simply detach from these identities, embrace our own unique identities, and just be who we are in the present moment, knowing we are enough, that we are more than enough, When you're attached to any of these identities, it's difficult creating content. It's difficult showing up. The reason why you're attached to these identities is because it feels safe to you. Going outside of it means going out of your comfort zone, and that is scary. But if you're attached to an identity that isn't really yours, creating your unique content is going to be a lot harder. Sure, you might be able to get away with creating some general content that looks like everyone else's because that looks like the safe way. I mean, it looks like everyone else is doing it, right? And that is probably the best and the safe way to attract clients without looking silly and without attracting negative attention. But what's really going to help you attract your first few clients today is putting yourself out there, creating your own unique content, saying the message you have got to say. And I want you to think about all those people you admire, you respect, you look up to. Chances are, they are boldly being themselves, which makes them stand out from the crowd. They have a strong brand and persona because they wholeheartedly, courageously embody who they are. And I want you to embrace your identity because there's a lot of freedom when you can simply just be you, speak your thoughts freely, create content, share your wisdom and a message attract clients who resonate with you and build a side hustle you actually enjoy showing up in. It is so difficult magnetizing clients when you don't even know who you are at the core and you're trying to keep it safe. You're trying to blend in with other people. You're going to start doubting your content and far worse yourself and your side hustle. I feel like it's only been the last few recent years when I was able to reclaim my freedom, my identity, and my self-esteem back as simply being Nicole Koch, that confident Asian girl. Through doing the inner work, going within, I am just proud that my unique, authentic identity is now the pillar, the foundation of my business and my brand. And it is one of the major reasons I'm able to show up consistently in such good energy. And I want to help you do the same, to feel the same way. So let's dive into each of these identities. Okay, first up, let's talk about the quiet, shy Asian girl. I think many people, Asians themselves, identify Asians as being quiet and shy. And it's traditionally derived from Hollywood movies, casting Asians as naive, geeky, quiet side characters. And if you feel you have tapped into this character, I want to offer another perspective that could help you expand you instead of feeling constrained by these constricting stereotypes. What others don't see is that you are more intuitive because you've had more quiet time reflecting and being self-aware. You are more connected with yourself compared to other people. Quiet, shy Asian girls are more self-aware of who they are, they are conscious of what gives them energy and what doesn't, and because of this, they may have also found their purpose, something they are deeply passionate about, something that they find meaning in their lives. This could be a hobby, a project, a message, or simply a way of being or thinking, just to name a few examples. And this is helping them wake up every single day to feel some excitement and fulfillment, However, they still feel held back from sharing this purpose. The quiet, shy Asian girl has learned to not stir up any problems and they would rather stay quiet to stay out of trouble, to stay out of attention. Hence why they would rather lead boring lives, keeping in the down low. And this is how they were taught to show up and they believe this is the best way for them to find peace. This is who they are as an Asian female. But as time goes on, deep down, they feel it, a deeper calling, a deeper desire to shine their own light and feel freedom expressing themselves instead of living out of life and identity being defined based on other people's Now, the ABG, the Asian baddie, she's on a different end compared to the yappies and the quiet, shy Asian girl. So unlike the quiet, shy Asian girl and the yappies who tend to conform to societal standards as they try to blend in and attract less attention, the ABGs contradict traditional model minority stereotypes. And this is why I do love how ABGs defy the traditional stereotypes of Asians. And it's also why a lot of females look up to internationally recognized K-pop groups like Blackpink who are redefining what being Asian can look like. Badass, sexy, cool, strong. ABGs exhibit a cool, badass bitch energy, which is attractive. They are great at standing out, being rebellious and different. However, since it's become a trend, ABGs have gradually become another Asian girl stereotype. Here's the ABG starter pack. Maybe you'll be able to spot one in your neighborhood. Dyed blonde or ombre hair, long false eyelashes, darker makeup, Long, fancy, done-up nails, crop tops, Hennessy drinks for bubble tea, and spending nights out at a club or at rave events. Very different compared to the traditional stereotypes of Asians, right? ABGs understand aesthetics. They are social media savvy. They're conscious of what garners attention. They're also good at appearing and performing confidence. Being an ABG is a lifestyle. Not everyone can pull it off. And it's more than just the looks with the hair, the makeup, the nails. It's really also the badass energy they exude. It's a skill to be able to pull off the ABG, but it's hard for them to be open and vulnerable, making it hard for people to connect with them. ABGs are very tied up and, you know, attached to the typical ABG identity that they don't know who they are. They are true essence deep down. They don't have a unique identity that truly differentiates them. Deep down, they do not know who they are. They think being an ABG is the only way to be seen as being cool and badass, not recognizing that truly being confidently themselves is actually the most cool and the most badass thing they could be. While ABGs may look like they are indifferent and they could care less about how others see them, deep down, they actually care how people view them. And this ungrounded energy is why they are not truly confident in their identities. Because they're not truly themselves and they find it hard to express their real opinions and deeper wisdom, it's also harder for them to build wealth effortlessly. Being the fullest expression of yourself will ultimately help you attract wealth, whether it be in your career or in your side hustle. Lastly, let's talk about the yappy. I was actually more recently the yappy as I was feeling burnt out working a corporate nine-to-five job over the last few years. Some yappies may have evolved from being the quiet, shy Asian girl. They have learned to play it safe, blending in with the crowd. They are the perfect A-plus student and adult, chasing fulfillment and freedom. They have the right milestones standardized by their Asian parents or society. Get a great education, work a job, get a home, start investing, etc. However, when you're doing all of this, just to fill a void... And you're doing this just to prove to other people, you will never find true fulfillment and happiness. Eventually, yappies will face burnout from trying to do and trying to achieve so much at once. They also face burnout from misalignment since they achieve more and they actually feel even more numb. They're searching for the next achievement that will hopefully finally validate them and bring them happiness. And at the end of the day, they're like, what is this all for? I went to the Harvard Business School of Canada. I got an above average paying job with actually good hours and I was getting salary raises, bonuses, but I could never fully lean back and be truly happy, peaceful, grateful for the present moment. Not until I had achieved all my milestones can I fully relax and sink into the present moment. And that was exactly the reason why I would never feel true fulfillment and happiness until I learned I could find that right now in this moment. Yappies are chasing a feeling, a vision of the future, but they can never feel truly present in the now, grateful for everything they already have. One thing about yappies is that they have a lot of hyper-masculinity traits, being extremely analytical about things, always trying to problem-solve everything They are type A's, wanting to be productive, efficient, maximize money, minimize time. And they're used to always doing, 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 so much so that they have lost touch of their intuitive side, the creativity, the playfulness, the fun, and the joy. And they don't realize that true success isn't just about the doing. It's also about the being. Yappies know they can keep up with their current lifestyle for maybe another few more years, but in 10, 20 years' time? They know this is not the lifestyle they want, and they want out. They want to freely do what they want, to be who they want to be and make money in a way that feels good, including building passive income for long-term wealth. And they're smart enough to know it starts with doing something right now, laying the foundation, building the foundations. Now that we have all three personas laid out, let's talk about how you can step into detaching, Shedding those old stereotypes and identities to fully embrace who you are so you can show up in your side hustle effortlessly in your confident, radiant energy to build a side hustle and a life you truly love. I'm going to list out three main steps here. The first is start doing the inner identity work. So if you're identifying yourself as the quiet, shy Asian girl who is too afraid to show up boldly, you're dimming yourself to keep yourself safe and attract less attention. It's time to see what is holding you back. What thoughts are you thinking? What emotional experiences are you still experiencing or living within your body? I know that putting yourself out there feels scary and the path of least resistance is to continue your current reality. But is this who you truly want to be? On your deathbed, would you regret not fully being yourself, expressing your own unique light into the world? Forget if this was an identity you've had for the past 20, 30 years, um, your entire life. If you quiet down your mind and you lean into your future self, the most radiant version of you, who is she? Show up as her today. That future self is you. Start doing the identity work to practice becoming her every day. If you're identifying yourself as the ABG, In that case, it's time to release the attachment to ABG as being the path of cool. Being yourself and confidently owning that is true confidence. Being yourself and confidently owning that is true confidence. Now that is badass and that's admirable. Do the identity work? Like who do you want to be? What are the characteristics of people you truly admire? And what is making them stand out by confidently owning themselves? And you find evidence of when you were just being yourself and you were loved and appreciated. In fact, see if you can find instances of when you were just being the real you and you've had people resonate with you. For the yappy, I want you to tap into your divine feminine energy. It is safe, so needed for you to slow down. Remember, when you slow down, you speed up. Slow down, get in tune with what your body is telling you. Loosen up and return to that playful childlike past version of you. This is how you start tapping into your creativity. How can you integrate more of that fun, creativity, and imagination, daydreamy life into each day? I would also recommend dancing or going to yoga classes to learn to loosen up your body and the tightness from putting up a mask to protect yourself from all those years in school and working in corporate. This energy can also give you inspiration and new ideas of remembering who you were, what you feel interested in, or feel called to do. Now, the second step here is to take quality action. For the quiet, shy Asian girls, you're in a flowy, intuitive state. And some people may call it feminine energy, where you're connected with your emotions, intuition, creativity. And I want you to now lean into your divine masculine energy. And just to be clear, this isn't a manly energy or anything. It's simply the left side, the more analytical, action-oriented brain of yours. I want you to just start taking some action, adding some structure, adding some more thought into your work, whether it be in your content creation workflow, your schedule, or your side hustle strategy. It's time to add in some structure and take some quality action. For my yappies and ABGs, I want you to start connecting with your purpose. When you have a strong purpose or mission, it lights you up. And just being in purpose, doing what you like, and being who you want to be will help you let go of the need for external validation and approval. Because you've already internally approved yourself. You don't have a void or a hole that needs filling. Let me give an example here. So back when I was in that phase of being an ABG and yappy, I was splurging and living paycheck to paycheck. I decided I needed to get good with my finances And so I was genuinely curious about money and investing in the stock market. And I started learning, started absorbing as much as I could. That curiosity about investing led me to making good investing decisions. I started making good money and eventually I built a passion and a purpose. I built a platform to educate females on investing within a male dominated industry. That eventually led me over here. Another thing I want you to do is also start creating content that speaks to why you're doing what you're doing to start attracting your first few clients, a.k.a. I like to call them your early adopters. Your early adopter clients within your community is what's going to help you establish your business and attracting them starts from aligning with your intentions of why you've even started this side hustle you've started. Now, my last recommendation here is to side hustle without the hustle. So side hustle in flow. I want you to start setting your intentions with your side hustle to see it as not just a way to make a quick buck or to feel validated, but to see it as a way to build generational wealth, see it as a source of creative expansion to create connections and build impact. It's a way to express yourself, to practice leadership, improve communication, self-growth, and personal development. This stuff is significantly more important than your 9-to-5 job. It's a big life project. When you realize this, you're going to want to intentionally create space for this priority in your life, to do this work on a daily and weekly basis, and it makes it more fun, more enjoyable, and purposeful. Seeing your side hustle from this angle. I also want you to start getting creative with your time. I know you're working a nine-to-five job and you're also trying to have a life. You don't need to add an additional 20 or 40 hours to your week building this side hustle. You can practice the five-minute rule where you take advantage of five-minute bases here and there, whether you're on a commute like the subway or the bus, or you're waiting in line for a grocery checkout to start crafting out content ideas as an example. That was how I got some of my content drafts completed within those short few minutes. So the next time I sit down to create it, my process is expedited. I also believe that managing your energy is so much more important than managing your time. Because when you have focused energy, you can get a task done in an hour compared to someone who spends three hours on it with less focused energy. This is especially crucial for side hustlers like you who have less time than full-time entrepreneurs. Take good care of yourself and your energy because that is what's going to make it fun and effortless to run a successful side hustle on top of your job and life. I talk more about energy management tools in episode two, but I'm going to quickly mention a few that I personally prioritize and would totally recommend anyone getting in. I do movements like workouts, yoga, or Pilates every single day. I have my daily nature walks. I eat very intentionally. I have alone time where I do meditation and journaling. I get in quality sleep. And I'm also connecting with friends, loved ones, and my community in my business. Now, all of this is a part of the deep transformational work we do within my one-on-one private coaching program a unique holistic program designed to help side hustlers like you sign clients by creating your most bold, proud pieces of content, standing out in your industry, being radiantly yourself and doing all of this on top of a full-time job on part-time hours to help you build wealth now and for generational wealth. If this work speaks to you, I'm inviting you to my private coaching program. Check out the link in my show notes to apply for a consult call where we will then discuss where you're at, your short and long term vision, your best next steps, how I can help you succeed, and how we can work together. Finally, when you can fully relax into being who you truly are on the inside without having to try so hard to blend in with others or to fit into the perceptions of other people who try to box you in as a different persona, creating content, sharing your wisdom and thoughts, showing up starts feeling fun and effortless because you are grounded in who you are and you love yourself and your energy, all that you bring. There's no need for overthinking or trying to perfect everything. From this place, you will also start attracting clients who simply resonate with you. A few weeks ago, I was on a client call and I asked my client, why did you want to work with me? She basically responded saying, I think it was just you being you. And that was just so beautiful. When a client values the perspectives, the wisdom, the energy, the all-encompassing being of you, it hits different compared to someone who wants to work with you just to see results. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just hits different. And that is what's possible when you can detach from these stereotypes and these old identities and you can become the most radiant, authentic person you are. You'll also be able to build a side hustle you actually enjoy showing up in. Build a cohesive personal brand you're proud of and create content that makes your high school friends and your sister's friends follow along. I didn't know this, but a year into my side hustle, my sister said all her friends basically looked up to me and they thought I was cool just because of the platform and the message I shared. Last thing here if you're feeling imposter syndrome and you don't feel like what you have is enough, you feel like there are other people who can do what you do and do it better. That is completely normal and that is human of you to think that way. That was a thousand percent me too, especially when I was building my side hustle, teaching investing. But when I leaned into my unique identity, my essence, experiences, all of that, I knew nobody could be me and nobody could do it like the way I did it. You'll be able to create your unique content from a place of confidence, which means no overthinking And you can create content more efficiently than others who are trying to be someone else. Wow. Reminiscing on my identities over the past two decades of my life has been surreal. I honestly, honestly remember telling myself this when I was a 12-year-old, quiet, shy Asian girl, struggling in school and society. I told myself that if I could change myself, shed an identity that was holding me back, dimming my light, and become my most confident, radiant, loving self as a queen... I could help other females going through the same thing. Now, a decade and a half later, I'm sharing my story on this podcast, on my platforms, and I'm doing what feels like my life's calling. Truly, really, this inner work has pushed me outside of my boundaries, my comfort zone, from moving across the country at the age of 17 to start a new life knowing nobody, enrolling in Ivy Business School. Which is Canada's Harvard Business School that graded us based on the quality of our contributions in classes to solo backpacking in Asia, Europe, going on a school exchange in Australia to now showing up online and building a social media platform, amplifying this message to you. Over the last two and a half years, I honestly cannot be more thankful for my side hustle, my purpose, my message, my mission. I truly believe that my side hustle also helped me break free of these identities I was living out every day. My intention is for you to become more aware of the identities you're subscribing to, whether consciously or subconsciously, and for you to be inspired knowing that you do not need to limit yourself to these identities. You can be whoever you want to be. It's a daily choice. It's a daily commitment as to how you want to show up each day. And the last thing here is You can build a side hustle that you enjoy showing up in that brings in wealth now and for generational wealth without the burnout. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode. If you identify as the quiet, shy Asian girl who feels restricted, or the ABG who doesn't truly feel grounded in her identity, or if you're a burnt out and misaligned yappy, I would love to coach you to build a side hustle where you feel fulfilled and energized signing clients through my three-month private coaching program. We will work through the deeper inner mindset with identity work, refine your unique skills, abilities, and being to create your unique old content. Doing all of this on top of a nine-to-five job, effectively managing your time and your energy. To apply for one-on-one coaching, please refer to the link in my show notes. We will then hop on a consult call to discuss where you're at, your short-term and long-term vision, your best next steps for the next level, and how I can help you succeed. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye now.